This week on Ultra 64, we descend into a candy-colored nightmare that is Yoshi's Story. Welcome to Ultra 64. This is the comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each week we go through and play a different game randomly selected from the Nintendo 64 catalog. My name is Steve Dunham. I am daydreaming melonhead Woody Siskowski. <laughs> we are joined once again by uh, one of our very favorite guests, uh, Miss Lindsay Pennington. Welcome back, Lindsay. Hello. Fresh off the Resident Evil 2 episode, and now she's here to talk about something even more terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and we are also joined by a first-time guest. Uh, please introduce yourself, first-time guest. Hello, my name is Kyle Duncan Graham. Welcome. Thank you. That's a great, full, robust name. It's three first names, and you can't trust a guy with three first names. It's better than if you had three last names. That would be upsetting. <laughs> like, if your name was, like, Smith Jones Johnson, then I would really uh, I would have a problem like with a your UFC entire team. Sounds who's just going to lose every bout. <laughs> <laughs> or just, like, a super Christian way to, like, say penis. Don't Jones Johnson here in the Holy Halls. <laughs> <laughs> know, it sounds like a cult leader to me. Oh, I could, yeah, I, I can do that as well. <laughs> I could totally see the cult leader. Also, thing. what he calls his penis is. I, love <laughs> I was really worried, actually, that maybe you guys were going to keep, like, maybe a PG show for the kids. Oh. Instantly, we're just talking about dicks. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Every no, podcast no. Yeah. is about dicks. I, it, I've it, also it, found we tend to get the most obscene on the games that are, like, ostensibly for kids. Yeah, what like, was the, our, our Elmo game? The Elmo uh, one we got had, raw. Rugrats got really raw. And Hey You Pikachu, I think is our most lewd episode. So oh, we'll see if you can top that, Kyle. No pressure. And apparently I have an affinity to children's games. So Yeah. yeah, this, oh, is, yeah. this is This is well, definitely so a children's game. I think yeah. yeah, I think we pretty much have to say and that's also kind of it's kind of hard to criticize this game in any way because it's like so clearly not meant for me. I know, you have a really hard time criticizing children, Steve. I just I it's that you, I you find them the easiest people to criticize. Them. Yeah, because they're not going to talk back. What are they going to do about it? They're kids. You just push them down. I don't know. Not shorty, you're yeah. ugly. You've, you've, you've heard him talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've heard him talk outside the podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we we leave that too. We leave that outside the podcast. Yeah, okay. What happens outside of the podcast stays outside of the podcast. Right. <laughs> um, Kyle, tell us about uh, tell us some about your video games or N sixty four experience. What so, you, what your connection to is? To be completely fair, my my N sixty four experience is pretty limited. I'm an old person, so oh, my video game experience started like I, I got my first Nintendo when I was six, right when Legend of Zelda came out. So that was like the okay. first game I like really really played. So by the time yeah. it was. I mean, this game came out in 1997. Mm. I didn't have the 64 in my house. This was a game. This is a game and a machine that my parents had. My dad and my stepmom had when they were living in Seattle. I grew up uh, on Orcas Island, where Woody grew up. If we haven't talked yep. about hometowns and all that shit already, yeah. Um, so I didn't. I was just not a 64 person. I never had the machine. Didn't really have much of um, like a background with it. 
So, so you would have been like what, 15, 16 at that time? I was 16 when this game came out. And, and I didn't so, play it at all for probably I don't know, I don't think I played it at all until like I got into college and I would come down and visit my dad a lot more frequently during like, you know, I was on that side of you know, when you're not on the island and you live on the mainland, as we like to call it, it's easy <laughs> yep. to go back and forth between where I was going to school in Bellingham and Seattle. So I would see them frequently. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is 64. I never get to play this. And because I had like, you know, at that, well, if I was if I was 20 in college, uh, I had a I'm trying to do the math in my head. I had a three year old <laughs> sister. So my three-year-old sister would play Yoshi's Story, and that's a game they gave her. Okay. And I'm yep. and immediately talking about, of course, we're talking about how much we hate little kids. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, little kid. I'm going to play Yoshi's Story. I'm totally going to bitch. So, so that's when I started playing it. Here I am, like, I could, I just turned 21. I could be at the bars. I could be in real life, and I'm playing Yoshi's story. That you that you pushed your three-year-old sister out of the way to play. Just, she's just <laughs> crying like an entitled asshole, and here I am living my best life with Yoshi's story. But that's <laughs> so that's really my connection with the 64. Like I did I remember playing all like the Zelda games for sure, but like for mm-hmm. some reason, this is the game that like I feel the most like personal connection with. And you're right. Like, see, this game doesn't it defies criticism because it's a children's game. That's what it's geared yeah. for. So, like, I was going back and, like, looking at, like, the Metacritic scores and stuff for the game and Game Informer when they were, like, actually reviewing the game and they're like, 6 out of 10. It's not even difficult. <laughs> like, of course yeah. it's not difficult. My four-year-old yeah, who do you think this is for? play it. So, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. I don't People, know. I think, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to play this with the eyes of like an adult man, you know, because then it's creepy. I can tell you from what it, about an adult woman, Steve? Uh, what about? Oh, I will. I will Do tell you guys. Really? Adult woman's perspective. You don't want to do anything from the ad- eyes of an adult man, Steve. It's not. They're not pleasant. They're not pleasant eyes to go through. No, they're terrible. It's yeah. a terrible place to be. So, uh, Lindsay also requested being on this episode. Why did you request this one? Um, this was my favorite N64 game. Yes, so yes, yes, this yes. between Rugrats Scavenger Hunt and this. No, this this in Mario Kart. Okay, there you go. Rugrats That's a real was game. My first game, but not your favorite because I was in like '97. I was 11. Yeah, so I was still pretty young. I lived overseas, so I got everything like three years late anyway. So yeah. Did you have any attachment to Yoshi? Before? Was this your introduction to Yoshi? Probably. Um. No, I would say Super Mario 3 when I stayed with my cousins well, in that Arizona. Well, that is very Arizona. impressive as an introduction, being as Yoshi's not in that game. Okay, but, yeah. well, <laughs> what's the one where you can ride on him as Mario? World. Mario, Mario World. World. Okay, sorry. God, I love this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You were called out by pedantic weenies I on the N64 podcast. I all, you know, all these adult men. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the N64 so podcast. This Yoshi, is the price you pay Yoshi beyond. Yoshi is my main intro just, into just, the Mario world. I, I could tell Steve was very classly keeping his mouth shut. Oh. And I was just like, no, I'm not, I, don't, I don't mind being the asshole, Steve. I was just like, that was like the... Dickish, most dickish possible way to say that too. So I just, I'm like, Thank oh you, my Woody. God. You're welcome. I can't believe we're already a... in the middle of a podcast full of well actuallys. This is totally fucking <laughs> This is really uh, bad. 
Yoshi is adorable. Okay. Yo, okay, I, I will agree with I'll, you on okay, that. Okay, yeah, let's get a consensus yeah. in the room. Yoshi, let's, let's adorable. Let's bring it back together, yeah. everyone. Yoshi's Reese, adorable. Reese Center. We can all agree yeah. Yoshi's adorable. <laughs> We're going to count to ten with our eyes closed, everyone. And if we all hit the same number, we have to restart. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We did it. We did really? it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was just confused. No, I know it was it was an old improv game that uh, we we used to play. We did used to play that. (laughs) We're not now though. This is a tightly (laughs) scripted show about Yoshi's story. Very tightly scripted. All right, turn the page, everyone. All right, there hey, we go. Hey, I've got the instruction yeah. booklet. Yeah, so. we. Re- I like the way we wrote me in as a pedantic weenie antagonist. I'm like, I'll play that part. I wanted <laughs> you to break character a little bit, you know, like yeah. uh, okay. stretch your wings a little. It, Thank uh, you, Steve. I'm always. Cast. Yeah. I, I don't know. You're the one that threatened to kick, kill me off the show. I did not threaten to that, kill you. That, that is a very rude. Steve or you? That is a very rude terminology. I said we should I said we should take a poll, as in the Jason Todd Robin, to <laughs> reinvigorate interest in the show. There we go. And have people write in. I believe and you that's what I said. Then you came back later as Red Hood in the show by talking <laughs> All, about. The arguably the third greatest N sixty four game of all time. Yoshi's well, if story. we're we're gonna say no. arguably, you can really arguably anything, let's, right? Yeah, we'll, sure. We'll let's, definitely argue. About yeah, this. well, let's get into that argument. Let's um, talk about let's, Yoshi. You yeah, let's learn about Yoshi. about Yoshi. Yes, lay it on. Absolutely, me. because everybody <laughs> loves him. He's the adorable little steed of Mario, the Super Plumber. Uh, yeah. He was created by a designer named Shigefume Hino. Uh, who would go on to be the director for the Pikmin series for the GameCube, which I absolutely love. But really, he's uh, the brainchild of Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario and Donkey Kong and a million other great things. So uh, Miyamoto's kind of had a boner for dinosaurs for a long time. He uh, has been trying to get so they're going to put on his epitaph. Yes. Shigeru Miyamoto, he had a boner for dinosaurs. Well, you know, no he already got a tattoo down his arm, and they won't let him show it at E3. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh! So he, uh, yeah, he, he's been wanting to get uh, a rideable dinosaur in a Mario game since the very first Super Mario Brothers game. It had to be rideable. It had, it had to, to be, be rideable. Oh, yeah. there's a dinosaur. All dinosaurs are rideable. <laughs> not scientifically the, true. Not even. What about, about the little one? There's like, yeah, there's little ones that are like I don't know the size of a dog or something like that. Like I don't know. I, don't uh, I could ride a fucking dog. <laughs> Whatever. Give me a couple dogs. Oh, well, a couple <laughs> dogs. Yeah, I could see a couple dogs. Time to a sled and pull me down the street. All right, I think we need to pause this real quick and get Kyle a couple of dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't We're think done. I can just rest on this. Can he just use uh, yours? Yeah, you can use mine. Yeah, yeah okay. they're idiots. Digi- digital dogs. Digital. So, uh, Nintendo dogs. We'll review yeah. that game next time. <laughs> That's right. So uh, apparently, uh, the creators or the, the fellow designers and developers on Super Mario Brothers three got so sick of Miyamoto like whinging on about dinosaurs that they created a special frog suit. Just, like, to throw him a bone, they're like, all right, this is kind of like a dinosaur. Is this good enough? Can you shut up about it now? <laughs> so they just kind of invented that suit and threw it in there. And the answer was no. 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 Oh, I know. No. So, it, that frog suit in Super Mario 3 is terrible half the time. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so worthless practical. in water. Or in, so, out of water. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's just I mean, worthless. We get, you get a hammer brother suit in that, right? Of course that yeah, would make Miyamoto-san very happy. Like, okay, so you've always wanted this thing, and you've had this beautiful idea in your perfect brain for a very long time. <laughs> While us boys in the lab cooked up a really shitty idea that works 70% of the time. Of course I'd be fucking mad. It's insane. Yes. It's I'd be weird like, oh, how... Uh... fired. Go work at a ramen <laughs> hut. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
Um, there's a lot of weird little suits in Super Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, there's a Hammer Brothers suit, the shoe, and, you and like you use like, it for like two levels. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and the shoe is only in one episode. With, the Karibos uh, shoes in one level. That's insane yeah. to me. Yeah. Where, where's the game, the Mario game, where the whole game takes place in Korea? Like the Karibo shoe racing game. Why is this not a thing yet? Why is it not? Why isn't that a cart that you can get in the? New yeah. Mario why isn't it just an unlockable cart? That seems like I the hope, easiest thing in the world. I hope at the very least it's a Mario Maker level that somebody did, like where you just ride around in that boot, like through a crazy ornate like track or something like that. I mean, I pure, hope there's something like respect. that. Pure respect. I like this show has turned into like. Karibo's shoe like respect podcast <laughs> <laughs> tribute show I mean th- this is kind of a thing with Mario uh, to get slightly off track but I mean uh, with Ma- that was my problem with Mario Galaxy also because you get all these really great suits that you use one time like I think you use a ghost suit in one level and you never see it again use I don't even remember the ghost level. suit did exactly. that where you oh well, yeah, uh, did it make- there was a cloud suit a bee suit a spring uh, oh yeah, there's a lot of them that you just use like once or twice. Okay, and then, uh, so never pretty much Mario is useless without a suit. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Mario's just a shitty plumber. Otherwise, yeah, I've, I've never and also seen him ever seen him work I've... a day in his life. I've never no, seen Mario unplugs... be a plumber. No, he unplugs you... it by going through it. He wait, so he uses his physical body to, as, <laughs> a, <laughs> as a snake. Yeah, that's why you see him go fucking fit inside it. Yeah. So okay, so. If we had higher graphical fidelity on the first Mario Brothers, every time he was about to go down a pipe, he would be preceded by a big lump of sludge and hair. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. He so he would just kick it out with his boots. Plunk. It would fall on the ground. There's like bones and stuff in there. And then he just falls and lands on it with a wet squish. <laughs> so next time you all play Super Mario Brothers, just imagine that wet squish. Mm. I got it right here in my brain, baby. I'm probably never going to forget it for the rest of my life now. <laughs> Okay, we digress. Let's go. So, Yoshi. Uh, so right. Yoshi. Yeah. Yoshi officially debuted on in Super Mario World in 1991, but you can kind of trace his origin back to a game called Devil World. Have either of you heard of this one? I do or not know what Devil World one? is. Nope. Devil World is the only Miyamoto game to never get a U.S. release. Whoa. Uh, it's, it was uh, released on the Famicom in Japan and Europe, but they didn't release it here because... Uh, of some of like the the laws against depicting religious iconography or something. Ah, yes. So basically the game takes place in hell. It's a Mm. Pac-Man clone set in hell. And uh, you're supposed to gather crosses and Bibles and devour little little souls walking around. And in the meantime... No, this is for real. This is for real. And the the screen is being manipulated at all times by two little demons who are working cranks in the corner. And they, they control like... So, like, you can move around in this little... pathways or something? Yeah, kind of. You can move around in this little square, but, like, they're constantly moving the screen around to access, like, what you can use. So, the main character of that is a little green uh, dragon dinosaur monster with a shell that hatches out of an egg. So, it's called Tamagon, and it's kind of like the proto-Yoshi. Wow. Sounds Uh, very similar to Tamagotchi. Yeah, a little bit, actually. So yeah, we never really got that one, but I kind of really want to play probably uh, a uh, Devil World. Take off on the it. Japanese. There's got to be a ROM or something that. like that's that. That's got to be. That's playable. a lie. Yeah, I'm Woody. sure there is. Like our Euro- European players have played that game. So, I mean, Yoshi took off pretty instantly with Mario fans. Like Super Mario World, you know, the basic for this is Yoshi 101 for people who <laughs> haven't played Yoshi for whatever reason. Uh, he's basically like your little steed. You you hatch him from eggs that are hidden in boxes around the world, and then you can ride him for a little bit. Uh, it changes up the tempo of the music, and he's just this kind of cute, puffy-looking little dinosaur. You smack him in the back of the head, and his tongue goes out. I don't know if you ever Which is a little cool, you're right. That Mario is very abusive. 
punching him right in the temple, yeah. like the, and then he just it makes him like shoot his tongue out and he'll eat something in front of you. Uncontrollably, his tongue yeah. waggles out of his mouth. Yeah, if you eat enough like little berries or uh, enemies, then uh, Yoshi poops out a one up. And uh, basically, he's just kind of a subject of abuse because this, I think once people discover that you so get horrible now, <laughs> well, it does because when you get uh, when you, when you realize that when you you could jump off of Yoshi and get a little high oh boost, yeah, so anytime if you're falling a little short on that big pit jump, you just jump off of Yoshi. Oh yeah, Mario makes it to safety and Yoshi <laughs> falls to his death. So that was a pretty common thing. So regardless and, of that record, people still really liked Yoshi. And what was uh, – the other question is, does Yoshi, so Yoshi just spends his life in the item box until Mario yeah. just comes and releases him. Yeah. No, the item box is, is Yoshi's real mother. Everyone oh. Item box oh. is, is a living, fleshy – and then when you hit it, the mother, like, dies and doesn't, <laughs> oh, doesn't have any more use. And the egg pops <laughs> out and hatches a Yoshi. We're going to make – all of the Mario references just gross. <laughs> this, is, this is pure misery. I can't yeah. fucking believe we're just, how sad I am right now. Wait, so we're just wait, this delving like, into the science. These here. are like puppy farms, maybe. And so, like, mm-hmm. do you think like the Yoshi's on Yoshi's Island, which are like wild? Do you think they wouldn't accept one of those like item box Yoshi's into their ecosystem? Mm, like, would they turn uh, on? I it? see. So there's like some oh. power that be that's farming these Yoshi's in the box. Yeah. And so they must have they captured some from like the island. Pure blood. And... Those are pure bl- blood Yoshi's, but these item box Yoshi's are like inferior. What the fuck are we? I talking don't know. About? I they're all horribly... no, no, no. The item boxes are clones. <laughs> they're all horribly inbred. No, they're clones. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why they're the Yoshi because they're clones. That's why they're all the same. Oh, okay. And the yeah. di- the different colors are mutants. No, the different colors are real Yoshi's. Uh, okay, this just uh, okay. like like in Yoshi's story, they're like those are baby Yoshi's. Oh, those they're are little. like the those are like the original real Yoshi's, and every other one, like the green ones, could also. Ah, uh, like got it. Yeah, let's let's just that okay, makes the green it ones, a lot better. The green guys. ones are the alphas, right? Like yes. we assume, like because that's the one we see all the time. The green ones are the alpha Yoshi's, and then the rest are just kind of little betas. Or like mating partners. Or, no, no, or the, 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 the other races, ones that are the other know. colors are like the greater ones and the green ones are the disposable ones. That's why you find oh. the clones of them all the time. So like if a red Yoshi <laughs> and a black see. Yoshi mate, they always just create like then a, we get a green, ladybug. you always get a green one. No, you always just get like, that's how you know that they're like no good Yoshi. They're all very bad. Aww. That's why they hide them. Okay, so, <laughs> this is so now it's like an ancient <laughs> Sparta. Like the green Yoshis are taken and they're... they're Sent off on like a uh, to a different island or something because they're genetically inferior Correct. to the pure yes. Yoshi's. Yes. Okay, they're, got they're it. They're only got there it. to be chattel for Italian plumbers to jump off of them so they can reach their final goals. <laughs> Do you ever notice that Yoshi's have shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Pivot. Born with shoes <laughs> that was on. My favorite. Pivot. Born running. <laughs> they are. They're like little. Uh, they're like work boots or something. Yeah. Yeah. They're little fancy. Like uh, yeah. Anyway, so now that we've gone into Yoshi eugenics and we've uh, traumatized everyone in the Yo- room. Yoshigenics. Yoshigenics, right? yes. Yoshigenics. So uh, uh, Nintendo immediately started develop- developing some spinoffs for Yoshi because it was super popular right away. Its first standalone spinoff was uh, just called Yoshi. It was released in 1991, and it's just kind of an unremarkable match three puzzle game. That was well, you would NES. hatch Yoshis, right? You would hatch multiple eggs. Is you would, you would line remember. up multiple eggs, I believe, and it would make Yoshi hatch. Okay, I don't remember. Okay. I played it, but it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, it, the following year, they came out with a slightly more popular puzzle game called Yoshi's Cookie for the Super NES. That one's pretty fun. Okay, uh, I'll take I your word on it. That. I, though I do remember that being a thing. That was a puzzle game? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a puzzle game. Yeah, you match the different shapes of cookies. Yoshi being oh. there is kind of incidental, but you know, sure. they, they slap the same way on. that Doctor Mario is not really doing anything in a puzzle game. No, just yeah, Dr. he's just on the Mario. side. <laughs> Right. Uh, and then the following year, we got uh, Yoshi's Safari, which was kind of the killer app for the uh, Super Scope. Uh, yeah, which you could call anything a killer app for the yeah, Super Scope. Which get, went big, hit big time. Big Yoshi's time. Safari is um, kind of interesting in the sense that you can play it two player. The idea is that um, Mario is riding around on Yoshi with holding the Super Scope in the game, and he's using that to sort of. Um, bazooka the enemies as yoshi rides oh, around so you can right. actually that's right you can actually yeah it's got a bad 3d effect kind of like super mario kart yeah. um mm-hmm. but you can play it with two player and one player can actually move around as yoshi while the other player shoots on the super scope which is a gameplay mechanic that i've wanted for a long time and there's never really been a game that sort of nails it i really want a driving light gun game what about um, right. uh, did you play bayou billy no. On the NES, you could do oh, that. Oh, yeah, you could oh. do that. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. very interesting. Was it at the same time? At the same time. Oh, yeah. man, I need to play some Adventures of Bayou Billy. Yeah. There's and, also uh, an arcade game, supposedly, called, uh, I think it's called Lucky and Woody or something like that. I don't know. Um, where one player drives, it's the cart drive, and another one's got the light gun, that which seemed really, really cool. And you can play it by yourself and put one oh. hand on the wheel and one hand on the gun. Another weird uh, one that you'll probably never play and no one really should, but... Uh, Starsky and Hutch for the PS2. Let me okay. do that. Yeah, you can you can have. Uh, they did not shooting. turn that into a video game. Are you serious? They did. They absolutely did. Wow. Yeah, it came out for PS2. It, so like, it, imagine how much later that is. Came out on the yeah. PS2. That's so cool. It, and that came out at the same time as the Ben Stiller movie adaptation, but it's not. But it's based yeah. on the TV show. See, I oh. So like, I don't know why I know so much about the Starsky and Hutch game. Carmageddon. Carmageddon. That's that's a game. But that's yeah. more, that's running over out. people, right? There's and, no guns in that. No, I don't think so. I think you just have a shit ton of spikes and crap mm. on your car and you really don't even have to finish the race you just have to destroy the other drivers oh and you get points for every person you run over we are and yoshi yoshi did not that. appear in that game did he no there was no. okay i'm trying to keep it straight <laughs> it could have been cuter that way yeah that, <laughs> that, that was the next game right yoshi and carmageddon yoshi and carmageddon well before they got to that they had to get to a stupid little game that nobody liked called yoshi's island super mario world 2 uh, yeah, no one liked that game. So this was a big deal in the sense that Super Mario World is a huge game for the NES yep. or Super NES, and then they're like, "We're going to make a sequel, but Mario's not going to be the star." He is Very not. Weird. Every That's time what, they I mean, run into a Super Mario sequel, they always, always, always make it very weird. They go with a, Super yeah, Mario Brothers a, Two is an insane game. <laughs> it's so nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely like the Doki last Doki thing Panic, anybody would expect. If, whatever the hell that original yeah. game was. That's what it was called, uh, right? The original. Yeah, Super yeah, Mario Doki Doki, Doki Panic. Doki Panic, right? And it was kind of like Middle Eastern themed, like, but right. yeah, that's why there are like turnips and and things that you're pulling out of the ground and like magic carpets everywhere. It's yeah. so funny that all of that now has to become canon in the Super Mario world. They're like, we have to right. deal with it. There, apparently, there was a whole time where what, they were in the fucking. I think it was just a dream. I think it got revealed to be a dream at the end of that game. Oh God, is, what, is it? What I'm pretty sure that the end of the end of that game cuts to Mario in the, in his bed and like the word like the comic book style thought bubble like zooms out and it's just him in his bed i just realized i've never beat super mario Brothers that game too. is oh, really yeah. hard it's, yeah i think it's actually really cool super underrated i like that game oh. a lot not yeah, I mean, I mean, i've definitely played it a lot i got like, I scared i got super scared by those masks like when oh, you pick yeah, up a key are, and then this evil mask comes alive yeah it, it freaked me out it's a rad game <laughs> 
Uh, all right, so Super Mario World 2, uh, Yoshi's Island, uh, this was kind of a departure for the series. So this is a prequel to Super Mario World, and uh, you play as Yoshi. Uh, so it, it, Yoshi is safeguarding baby Mario, who's been dropped off on Yoshi's Island, and he's being by, targeted by this evil wizard. By the stork. So the implication is that Mario's parents just had sex. Okay. And No, I'm, I'm being nine serious months, here. Nine months prior, yeah. Yeah, and then the stork is carrying Mario... You know, as science works, over to his parents into mm-hmm. the womb, and on the way he gets dropped by the stork and lands on Yoshi's Crazy island. Drunken stork. Yeah, and you know they decide, oh, here's this mysterious baby of another species. We should protect him from evil Koopas. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good of them. I mean, I I think most animal societies would see like a helpless little baby and they would eat it. Baby yeah. Mario but, doesn't. Uh, yeah. I'll say this. I'll go out on a limb. Baby Mario doesn't deserve that. No, they should yeah, let him die. Did. <laughs> should have just put that baby in. They should have just Yoshi'd that baby into a hot Yoshi car and fucking left him. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it is odd that the Yoshis seemingly eat everything and turn it into an egg. So except it's unclear guy, why. Yeah, they, but except they, they actually seem to digest fruit. I think this is where we learn, like, yeah, the, everything oh, else just right. passes out of their body as eggs. Oh, but the fruit is I what they it. eat. Like, they, they actually digest the So fruit. anything that they eat doesn't actually give them nutrition if it comes out as an egg. They just yeah. convert it into an egg, whereas the fruit or the berries they eat in Super Mario World actually give them sustenance to carry on their Yoshi ways. Right, yes. exactly. And in Yoshi's story. And in Yoshi's story, yes, yeah. which would continue on. The, yeah. they, they carried that fruit to its logical conclusion. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. I would say Yoshi's Story is the most fruit-heavy game of all games. Like, uh, if you're if you're into fruit... Cooking Mama? Is it, cooking Mama would like to have a word with you, right? Do you cook with fruit in Cooking Mama? I, I, don't I, you? I was just immediately thinking of cooking think games so. and that there would be fruit mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, but usually, like... What about Fruit Ninja? Oh, I got you there. Never-ending supplies of fruit. Well, you know what's terrifying is that I'm looking at the booklet, and the fruit in Yoshi's Story actually looks... Remarkably like the fruit in Fruit Ninja. Oh, like okay. Pretty much almost like the same. I mean, fruit has the same shape, <laughs> but like the same design. <laughs> they didn't innovate with new, different designs for bananas. Anyway, yeah. Yoshi's Story 2 came out for Super Nintendo. Yes. Or, sorry, Mario really, World 2. Really, the important thing to take away from uh, uh, Yoshi's Island was the the gameplay mechanics that we kind of get with Yoshi's Story. Mm-hmm. Uh it's not so much based on like hop and bop kind of action like previous Mario games had been. It's more about uh, this shooting mechanic involving the eggs. Like you can aim and shoot eggs and they can ricochet off things and it'll help you solve puzzles and defeat enemies. And you also need to keep a close eye on baby Mario. Uh, if you take damage, baby Mario will fly off your back and he'll be in a little bubble and he'll cry. And you have like 30 seconds or sometimes less, depending on how many stars you collect to pop the to, bubble uh, and get to him pop back. The bubble, get him back before the wizard catches him and takes him away. It also, um, I think was one of the earliest Nintendo games to put in a ground pound where you would smash oh, them yeah, with yeah. your butt, which is now a Nintendo standby. Oh yeah. yeah pretty absolutely. much all the games. Um, it also had a really nice sort of pastel graphical style. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really fantastic looking game for Super Nintendo. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it looks great. And uh, it's that's a game like I don't necessarily have a I didn't get to it till much later in life. Like I, I didn't. <laughs> I played it on the Game Boy Advance. It's important to be the right age when you get introduced to uh, Yoshi's I mean, Island. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> a little bit. So I mean, I don't know. I didn't play that one until uh, Game Boy Advance, and I like it well enough. But it just, uh, 
I kind of prefer traditional Mario, like just the feel of the traditional Mario platform yeah. for me. I you're, I mean, your criticism that you brought up for all these Yoshi games is that sort of fluttery jump that Yoshi has, where you hold right. the button and he'll kind of run in the air. And he sounds constipated. He does. Oh. And it's a very cute motion, but it's an... It's adorable. It's it not is. a very intuitive mechanic. It's hard to tell how high you can actually jump. Yeah, you have to go. No, no, yeah. it's true. I don't know exactly when it kicks in sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I don't feel like... The time, the duration of it, like, always lasts. Mm-hmm. It seems very, I don't know, lousy. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, like, that's that's not why I liked Yoshi's Story. Like, I don't like that game because it's... I, I mean, I don't like that game because it's mechanically sound. I don't like that game because <laughs> it's, like, ter- it works terribly well. I like it because of the world it illustrates. And, like, it's the thing that they capitalize on in Yoshi's, uh, Yoshi's Island, right? Yeah. So when they look at that game, they were like... Let's just—it's like it's that weird like cell shading. Everything looks like yarn and cardboard yeah. and stuff like and that they, because that's what Baby Bowser does to the world, right? Yeah, it turns it into a storybook. And they've been doing that and more and more. Like it really worked. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of the direction that Yoshi has gone in general. Like the new games really lean into that as the, like the Yoshi arts and craft style. Yeah, yeah. Yoshi is you know in the arts and craft world are made out of yarn. So are we finally to the game we actually played, Steve? Yes. One more little note okay. I will say. Oh, no. It's just that uh, after I, I Yoshi's... I did my best to jump the game forward. No, that's okay. After we'll get Yoshi's there, I promise. Island, I just want to mention this just because I try and mention this whenever we get a chance. Uh, after Yoshi's Island, the next thing to uh, feature Yoshi was Tetris Attack. Ah. They, they reskinned a Japanese puzzle game called Panel Dippon, and they put uh, Yoshi's Island motifs on it. So Tetris Attack is technically a Yoshi game, mm-hmm. and it's my favorite puzzle game ever. He also makes an appearance oh. in uh, Super Mario RPG. He does, nice. and uh, Donkey Kong Country too. Really? Yeah, he's he, you see it. Really? He makes a little cameo in that. You don't get to play as him, but like, if you win one of Cranky's oh. contests, they'll have like a little winner's circle thing. Oh right, like, and they'll Yoshi's have you on the top, in... someone on the second, and Yoshi's in third. Okay, so yeah, he has a little cameo there. Uh, and one little nugget, I didn't know where to put this, so I just <laughs> wanted to read this out. Uh, I learned that part of the marketing for Yoshi's Story, uh, Nintendo held the launch event in a town in North Carolina called Lizard Lick, <laughs> which has only a, wow. a population of a little over a thousand people. Like, it's a super small town, but uh, they, they had this big media event, and they brought out all the local kids to, like, try and win contests by flicking, like, a little fake rubber tongue at things, and, like, <laughs> which is kind of, like... That's a cute idea. Like, I don't know, you find the one town in the world that's like related Has a to Yoshi themed name. All right, let's actually It feels interesting that people would do promotional ideas like that without really being able to like oh, that to me like, yeah. that would work today, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like social media people would capture like that everywhere like who the fuck are you promoting to if you go to Lizard Lick, North Carolina? <laughs> that is weird. Promote a game to a thousand people before the internet even really existed. Like, ooh, what Yeah, are yeah, doing? how are you getting that out? Like, that's that's a whole just for... riding off a trip on your fucking corporate American Express. Car. I mean, you have to be hoping, <laughs> like, the is, local right? news is going to show up for this or something. Like, I don't know what that's necessarily going to... Because that's a good point. Right, like, and then you've got everyone saturation. in the Raleigh-Durham <laughs> triangle paying attention. Go to hell. That's so weird. That's so weird. It's such a weird idea. Not to idea. say that I don't love it. I love it. It's just really Yeah, weird. it's just an odd choice. Yeah, you couldn't find anything, like slightly bigger i don't know but <laughs> i don't know like oh we could have gone to i don't know any other city <laughs> what about we're we're headquartered in seattle let's do it there like, what about the city of egg shitting texas yeah i mean that's that's a great Ooh. town much bit there's fifteen thousand people in egg shitting <laughs> you know <laughs> i wish 
wish that was a town so much. I really town of Mel- Melon Combo, Michigan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dinosaur eugenics, South yeah, Dakota. Exactly. <laughs> so when did oh, when was God. Yoshi's story released oh, after yeah, their after their time at Lizard Lake? Let's talk about Yoshi's story. Released March tenth, nineteen ninety eight. Published and developed by Nintendo. Uh, in the U.S., it was a Nintendo 64 exclusive, but it was also released on something called the IQ Player over in China. It was wow. an exclusive handheld console that only had, I think, like 15 N64 games on it. Did it? But wow. It was, was it 3D? Like, did it look comparable to this? Uh, yeah. yeah it, 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 but it was a handheld It was thing. a handheld N64 that only had, like, a certain number of games. Wow. Yeah. It's a weird little system. Only available in China. Uh, yeah, so like we said, we talked about how uh, this one's kind of divisive, like despite how adorable it is and lovable. Like uh, there are a lot of uh, Nintendo fanboys that really hate this game. And uh, again, a lot of it stems from those lukewarm early reviews where it's just like, oh, this is too easy. This is just for little kids. <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, obviously it's meant for younger players. Like get over that. But I don't know if that's particularly, I mean... Y- I don't know if that was clearly marketed because Yoshi's um, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's... You don't don't think the campaign that happened in Lizard (laughs) clarified that for all the people? Well, I mean, Yoshi's Island is a challenging game that pretty much is true to Mario World. Like, it's... I don't think it's a kid's game. Um, It... Right, but it probably wasn't marketed as such, even though Baby Mario is sort of like your your MacGuffin that pushes you through the story or whatever. Yeah. But, like, that's... You're, you intend that, like, all of these Nintendo games are going to be for, I would say, someone, like, eight years old and up. Yeah. Yoshi's story is clearly not. When you play that game, like, I have a hard time really picturing how young that person would be to play it. But, like, you could give that game to a five-year-old, like, someone who's never picked up a video game in their life. For example, my little sister was the person who was playing it in the house. She was three or four when she really like was playing it a lot. Right. But did she play and it well? That's yeah. Who, did that's she who, play it well? I don't know, but like it doesn't matter, right? Because yeah. the game is so so easy, and like the story isn't really there. Like it feels like the game. Well, so you go through the four worlds, and you're like, it's over. You're like, fucking. What? What? What, what is the story here? Yeah, Lindsay, you want to read the story? Yeah, we, we have Lindsay brought this the is, instruction manual, so we're gonna is, learn. I can't believe you have the manual. Oh Lindsay. yeah, that is so dope. <laughs> I have it for Mario Kart 64 too. Oh, that's cool. Uh, one day, it just happened. <gasps> Something terrible came to pass at Yoshi's Island. Oh, no. The world became locked in a picture book. Clunk. The super happy tree was stolen, and this weekend, all of the Yoshis. Ooh. This foul crime... It went to Shelby. <laughs> ...could be the misdeed of none other than Baby Bowser. <laughs> at a remote edge of the island, six fresh eggs hatched. They seemed to be okay. Said one baby Yoshi to the little Yoshi. Okay, they're not both ba- Okay, whatever. Isn't baby Yoshi to oh the my, little baby Yoshi. This is Yoshi. such a big problem for us. So they newly can talk hatched. That fast? That's fucking yep. What are we to do? We should all talk about this. <laughs> they formed a committee yeah. in the subcommittee. They could after, not form a quorum, so no decision was released. Yeah. They decided to postpone until the next session. Uh, that sounds super familiar <laughs> all the time. But anyway, they decided to hatch a plan and eat lots of fruit that they would be filled with happiness. Mm-hmm. And diarrhea. We yeah, have. certainly the world would return to normal. So off they went, headed for the last page of the picture book, the castle of Baby Bowser. And when they got there, they would reclaim the super happy tree. All right, so the message here is if life is getting too hard, just like indulge in your vices until eat lots of fruit everything goes away. Until you're very happy and then things will be better. 
Get a big old sugar high. I think eating lots of fruit is just like comparable to cocaine. Yeah, there's right? definitely like a scene for children. That's what that is. Well, like, don't give your kids apple juice and just rots their teeth out of their look, head. Yeah, and get some addictive. If you collect six, like I think it's six of the same fruit in a row in this game, this sort of heart drops from the sky. <laughs> yeah, and you collect it's, it. It's eight, right? It's eight. No, it's it's six in a row. It, yeah. And you'll see, yeah, you'll see this sort of flower in the upper left hand corner with a face that sort of changes depending on your health. And once you get this heart, this face just goes nuts. It just gets some... He goes crazy, like pulsing. Yeah, and he's just... You, you can tell that this Yoshi is just kind of whacked out of his mind oh, yeah, on yeah. on melons. I mean, <laughs> so if I'm going to play devil's advocate slightly on like the too easy, too hard thing, I will say like other Nintendo games have struck a balance a little better mm-hmm. of like being a, a, a child-friendly game that anyone could play and enjoy. And I will say this one does definitely feel like it airs more on the side of being for very, very young well, so, people. Well, hey, wait. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So this this is the reason why I like it so much. And I still enjoyed it, even when we were playing it yesterday, despite me accidentally killing a couple Yoshis. Yeah. Like, you always feel absolutely terrible <laughs> anytime you kill one of the baby Yoshis. But you're not really killing them. They get taken to Baby Bowser's castle. For experimentation. And That's right. kept hostage. To get to be sent cloned. off to the mo- dinosaur um, world. For, and yeah. so, That's how they get cloned! <laughs> but every page has four different like versions of the level that you can play and you can only unlock those by getting the like the super big hearts in each of the previous pages and so you play through it multiple times if you really want to see everything and it's kind of like a lot of kids games you play once and you're like okay i'm done Mm -hmm. yay this is like you play it you can play it over and over and over again and it becomes more of a strategy to see how many points you can get and like yeah. score. that's true. The tactic, the tactic to win each level is, can be very different. Mm-hmm. So I did appreciate that part out of it. Like it, so that's sort of that is. I guess that's the replayability that you're looking it, for, right? Yeah. I mean, all these all these Mario games sort of feel like there's always some sort of like lovely trick. Like you can beat mm-hmm. the game, or you can do this other thing, wherein you can explore the world. And this still sort of keeps that as an ethos, but it is for obviously like. Right. That's the weird thing about it is it's a platformer, but if you play through it just on the base level of trying to get to the end of the level as fast as possible, you can beat this game in about 20 minutes, a half hour. Easily. Um, Whereas the only way to get more replay out of it is to make that challenge yourself and try to collect like only the same kind of fruit or get a lot in a row. The thing that I don't like about that, though, is the only incentive really to do that is higher points which is not something that matters at all. It was like when you had those old Super Nintendo games that didn't even have a battery backup, like Street Fighter for Super Nintendo, and they're like, you got a high score. And you're like, great, as soon as I turn off the system, like, (laughs) it's it's going away. And so I don't know, like... You you brag to know. Yeah, I don't know why your high score in the Yoshi game matters, because it's not like there's leaderboards to post them on or anything. because I didn't have any friends. Well, and this kind of goes back to, like... That's it. This kind of goes back, too, to, like... People just had like two or three games when they're growing. Most people, like most kids, were not like super rich and had a million games to play. They had three or four like really good games, and then they just played them to death. Or bad games, or for bad that games. Matter. Like they just like yeah, Rugrats. games like Rugrats Scavenger Hunt. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so like yeah, they're just something that you're stuck with. And so to that end, I think that design choice is really smart. Like 
I like that you can just blaze through it if you're a little kid, but if you want a little more out of it, you can go back and you can explore. I just have a very hard time having that amount of willpower to, like, ignore certain fruits and only get the same one. I know. I would always fuck that up. Like, oh, there's some bananas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were were trying to do that. Like, Woody played through a level where he just ate whatever fruit, and he was done in... uh, That's how I play through my life, man. I just... Go just eat whatever want. fruit. Eat yeah. whatever fruit. Yeah. Just eating the fruit. Yeah. Eat the whatever. Whereas yesterday, when I tried to play, I tried to only get the melons because every level has thirty melons, which they call them melons. They're they're cantaloupes. And can wa- yeah. can we yeah. wonder why cantaloupe is like the most desirable fruit in this game? Because like, isn't it pretty uniform that cantaloupe kind of sucks? I yeah, like, I like cantaloupe. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> um, like it's the one thing that you'll find if you're like at a. Uh, if you're at the uh, like a salad bar, like that's the one that's gonna kill you. I just I associate <laughs> cantaloupes eternally like, you know, with the- continental breakfast. Oh, oh yeah, and like you yeah, get down exactly. to the continental breakfast, it like and it's got like ten minutes left, and the only yeah. thing left is like an old bagel and the cantaloupe. Exactly, and hard boiled eggs. Shitload of ketchup. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you're like I can make something out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's uh, you know. This formula, it was a little controversial, and I think maybe just people were expecting something akin to uh, Yoshi's Island, which was this big, big hit. So, like, sales were actually a little disappointing on this one right off the bat. I think, uh, from what I read, they had some problems with distribution, and a lot of their stock was, like, held up by uh, tropical storms from El Nino, if we want to really place ourselves in the 90s. Uh, wow! So like a lot, they had trouble. That's amazing. They had trouble fulfilling shipments. So after the first month, Nintendo cut the price in half down to thirty dollars, and that's when the sales took off on it. And uh, as it is now, it's the fifteenth highest grossing game on the system. Two point nine million units sold, and uh, it was also one of the first N sixty four games released on the Virtual Console in two thousand seven. It was hugely popular on the Virtual Console, so that probably helped it kind of get a second life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, in that any, in that case, it would have been like a fifteen dollar, a ten dollar game on Virtual Console, right? Usually, yeah, ten. And I feel like with the price being lowered to thirty, and then in the Virtual Console ten, that feels about right. Yeah, there's just not much game here, and if I was to spend right. sixty dollars for it, even if you're going to play through all the levels, I don't have the willpower to play through for a higher score, but I certainly will try and play through them all. Oh yeah. Um, but even once you do that, there's twenty four levels in the game, and nothing tremendously well, that's, challenging. That's what's, that's what's always been sort of an interesting thing, especially about, like, like the games that are in Mario canon. Like, they're really good about you wanting to find the amount of value mm-hmm. that you want to play. Like, that's you true. want to just beat the game? Hell yeah, beat the game. And they were really the first... To me, it sort of seemed like they were sort of the first sort of, like, studio that was interested in doing that. And that now, you can sort of, like, do that with a lot of games. Like, you can do that with uh, the new Spider-Man that came out for the PS4. You can get yeah. exactly mu- as much fun out of that as you want. Yeah. You can just play through the story campaign, and it's completely engrossing. Or you can go through and try to do all the Taskmaster challenges and get every challenge token you can. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there are ways to sort of make your own fun. Yeah, and yeah. Super Mario and this, World... This game still uh, exemplifies that, even though it is... I think like Super a, Mario yeah. World was one of the earliest games that did that. It's like almost every level has like a secret exit, yeah. and you can unlock that and get to the Star World. But it's a fun game to just right, play right. through and go to the main exits. So I just, I guess, I don't feel like Yoshi's Story does a good enough job at incentivizing those other things. Um, oh, it 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 doesn't. Yeah. But then again, like again, now we're and I think you know this is. I'm not to toot our own horn, <laughs> but this is this is probably 
the best and most interesting uh, analysis of Yoshi's story <laughs> that anyone's ever fucking done. Like, but, like, you I don't know. They could be discussing this at the like, sore ball or something. Like, I can say this with confidence. Yeah. <laughs> we would, like, no one's ever bothered to analyze this game this close. <laughs> I bet that many people That's have analyzed this for. game a lot more than some of the other games we've talked about. Yeah, it's you. true. It's we've, true. Yeah, yeah. We've probably devoted well, more time to this than, like, hybrid You head. guys asked yeah. me to do this show. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys have to have done every fucking game on Earth. And I'm like, and I was, it really, like, I was like, I'm going to pick a game that Woody hates. Like, that's, that's why, that's what I thought of. And I'm like, I'll fucking pick this. Well, you, you, did, you did good work. I mean, the thing is, it doesn't matter because I, we have to play them all eventually. So yeah, I'm going to have to play a lot of them that I hate. And I hate this one a lot less than most of what we've played. It's true. Yeah, like, sure. Hate, hate is no, a this is a word, very. I definitely know, like, we're not really excited. No, this is a very competent game. And compared to a lot of what we play, like this game it's looks, yeah. it's not super. I didn't ask you guys to play Superman. No. 64. Oh, and we will get there, my friend. I cannot um, wait for that. But, one. Oh man, I yeah, can't this wait. is a beautiful looking game. It's one of the few two D games on the system. It's got a really, I mean, they got put into a storybook, and it kind of leans into that style. Oh, yeah. It is technically the first with voice acting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, the first Yoshi game what with was voice that? acting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's the first time you hear his voice. Yeah. And uh, this game, I mean, we're speaking about competence. Like, the, the production team behind this was insane. This was directed by uh, Hideki Kano, who is, like, Nintendo royalty. He's been involved. And Kano-san, he created the uh, Mario Kart games. He did. He created Mario Kart. He yeah. created Luigi's Mansion, uh, SimCity on the Super NES, Nintendogs, uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, and yes. last week's F-Zero oh, Wind X. So oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, this guy is a genuine badass. Like, he's made a lot of... He's been with the company since Super Mario 2. Like, and he's a big deal. And so he, he put all of his muscle behind this game. So, like, it's competently made. And uh, really beautiful to look the at. The music is kind of weak. Um, there's so, a first off. There's a song that they all sing when you beat the level, and which I'm sure Lindsay hey, is Lindsay. about to sing for you right now. I'm pretty sure it just sounds like asshole. Ooh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I. Asshole. You guys are much much better at that than I am. It's such a it's such a weird. I don't know. It's like this game is so cutesy that it's. I love the music. It, I don't know. It they works. all feel like the same kind of song to me or just a variation of the same song for all the levels. It doesn't have much variety. But at the same time, like... No, not at all. Gotta... I mean, it definitely seems like the music that, like, lizards would listen to on the <laughs> So it's like, sort of like, like, oh, that sort of feels like a MIDI In version of In that case, a, they a nailed it. Song. Yeah. That's okay. I, li- I like the um, instruction of they have the guy who works on the soundtrack and someone comes in he's like, all right, what we need here, we need you to develop music <laughs> that sounds like what lizards would listen to on an island. He's like, all right, no like, problem. <laughs> pass me that peyote. Like, I want it. He's just... I was gonna exactly. He's just eating a whole shitload of psilocybin. He's like, I made an album like that last night. Go. It's all dreamscapes, man. Oh god. All right. So I mean, I wouldn't even say the music is weak because I feel like the moment you hear the theme song of this song, it is gonna be stuck in your head for the rest of your life. It is. I I played this game when it was new, and I have never, ever been able to shake this theme music. Like, I hear Yoshi, and I immediately play this theme music in my head. Uh, Because it's super catchy, it's very adorable, uh, it's kind of cloying, and it's got, like, really high-pitched little, like... yes, that is what this is. Yeah. 
And or, I mean, anything, for better or worse, it's in your head forever. And he, and he sings to himself if you leave him standing oh, still. Oh, yes! So we were we were on... There, one of the game mechanics is you, you get, like, trying to avoid lava. You get on this, like, wooden ball. Hmm. And you have to, like, do that thing where you, like, lean off to the side and kind of, like, walk up and let it lean to the side. So if, even just that half second that you're standing still while the ball is rolling so you can run back up, he starts... Dancing in place and singing <laughs> while he's trying to avoid lava. I really miss idle animations. Yeah, what was your... Do you guys have any memories of uh, favorite idle animations in video I games? I have memories of a favorite one I made up <laughs> to what? try and impress kids in my class. <laughs> okay. So, uh, around the time uh, when we were all obsessed with Sega Genesis, I was mm-hmm. talking As about do. the idle animations <laughs> in uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Okay. You know, which is like kind of a famous... Like, if, oh, if you leave yeah. him alone, he'll start tapping his foot and looking at his watch or whatever. So I was trying to convince my friends that if you leave it long enough, like if you leave him standing still the entire level until like the last minute before you time expires and yeah. you die, uh, he will burrow down into a secret little layer that he's got down underneath where he's got like a recliner and a little TV and he'll sit <laughs> and he'll start playing video games. And I had I had some other kids in like fourth and fifth grade who like really believed me. <laughs> nice. And I'm just like lying my ass off. I'm just trying to look cool. That's amazing. The, the kicker of that is I didn't even have Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I hadn't even played it. I only had Sonic One. So I was lying That's my amazing. ass off, and they didn't know. So apologies to the four or five kids I made die playing <laughs> Sonic. They lost half their time in waiting the level. for this animation to happen. Do you have? That's... Can you think of like another? Who cares Crash now? Bandicoot. Like I don't. <laughs> there's not. There's not an idle animation huh. that actually exists. That's funny. <laughs> like who cares? What does Crash Bandicoot do? Yeah. yeah. Um, if I if I remember correctly, uh, it's been a while. Um, I think he starts to kind of dance around too. Okay. See, I, I have very limited experience with the Crash series. What about what about the Earth? Yeah, that's what oh. I was thinking. I believe oh, yeah. he will start uh, lassoing his head around oh, with yeah. his suit. Yeah. Just kind of. Yeah, he does jump rope. Yeah, jump, jump rope. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we just talked about Earthworm Jim a couple weeks ago. That, that, I wish that was something that I still happened. One. Like, you're playing, like, I don't know, Call of Duty, and he starts, like, tap dancing <laughs> if you leave him alone too long. That would be very odd in a first-person game. It'd be great. It I would was, love it. I mean, they still do it in the Mario games, I think. He'll, like, sit down on his hat or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, yeah, he'll do that. Yeah. Uh, so. That is so fun. <laughs> My the guy, my friend Kevin, who's helping me record right now. Every time we talk about something, he's just deciding he's gonna go look up. He's been watching speed runs uh, of of uh, <laughs> he's been watching speed runs of uh, Yoshi's Island all melons yeah. only. He's been doing that, and as soon as I mentioned Earthworm Jim, he just started looking up the fucking island. Okay. I wish we could have gotten this guy a mic. This oh my so god! Funny. Well, sh- shout shout him out on name here, so we can we can have the world know that there's another person helping well, out, dude. Kevin Kim. Find him. Well, if find he him has online, hot at high, I'm if he has any strong opinions on an N64 game, yeah, I mean we get him on here for that. Yeah, they, they want they want to have you. Uh, if you have any strong opinions on an N64 game in the future, they want to have you on the show. Um, you're you're also the first guest we've had that has their own dedicated sound engineer. So we, yeah, well, my guy, my, it feels my, very my, bougie. Kevin, Kevin's a, like a function. Kevin's a functioning sound engineer here in town, and he. And he does a lot of stuff, and I asked him, I begged him today, I'm like, hey man, can you, uh, I want to have a really good sounding audio track, can I just We, we gotta have video? killer fidelity. He he's like, I fucking <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be like four beautiful tracks of audio fidelity talking about Yoshi's story. Well, we... It's perfect, he's gonna have this on his reel, he's like, 
Yeah, and then I did this one. I I helped engineer a podcast about Yoshi. Well, oh. to be clear, maybe we should leave he, that. Off he helped. He resume. helped engineer half a podcast about Yoshi yeah. eugenics. Half? No, only half. That's right. Maybe not even half. All right. So there's there's a yeah. That's there's an element of this game we haven't even really talked about. It's like a kind of untraditional structure for a platforming game. You're not supposed to like go from start to finish. There's no like closing gate. Basically, you get to advance once you've eaten thirty pieces of fruit. Which is kind of a weird way to go because it means it's kind of a combination of like an open world level and a scavenger hunt. Eat yeah. all the fruit. And like you can eat the fruit, I mean, like you said, in, in any order and you can just finish the level as quickly as possible. Yeah, I mean, if you you're speed running it, you can ones. probably beat most levels in two minutes. Yeah. And, and you, you uh, yeah, so you can do it that way or you can just try and get a single. There's some fruit that's worth more. In the beginning of the game, you uh, select like what's going to be your lucky fruit. So it's, it's random. Gonna, it's ra- oh, it's randomly it's chosen. Random. It's like a slot yeah. machine kind of thing. And you choose uh, what's going to be your lucky fruit. And then each Yoshi has their own preferred fruit. Which like matches their color. color. Based on their yeah. color, except for, we haven't discussed the secret Yoshis. <gasps> There's two secret Yoshis. Secret yeah. Yoshi! Yeah, secret Yoshis. Black and white. Uh, to be you, racist. You, you find them. <laughs> I mean, you find them uh, uh, by finding, like, those colored eggs, like, hidden somewhere in the world. And then you make it to the end of the how are, level. How are the black intact. and white Yoshis different? Can they eat different? What They're are their favorite color fruits? I think... I think it's... What, what's eggs. The one, the, white the eggs one, like, and uh, licorice. <laughs> Those are their favorite foods. Well, they don't... Right. They don't get injured if they eat... Bad um, things. Uh, peppers, yeah. right? That's, that's the thing. Okay. Well, and there's, and there's certain um, enemies that make them sick, too. And, and your health meter is a, oh. a flower, and it's petals... So when you eat bad things or you get hit by enemies, you lose flower petals and your flower gets sad. And the music slows down, too. Yeah. Right. So the music follows right. what your health is looking like. That is kind of a cool effect of the game. As, it as is, you're yeah. dying, your music gets sadder. And like something, Which is just like real life. It, yeah, just like real life. And I didn't realize when I played this when I was younger like that this mechanic was even in the game. And uh, Lindsay was the one who introduced me to it was the sniffing mechanic. If you hold down the R button, uh, it zooms in on your right. All great that's... games have a sniffing mechanic. Yeah. It's the Assassin's Creed game. That's going to be the new revelation is they're putting the sniffing mechanic in it. My favorite part of Red Dead Redemption 2 is yeah. walking very, up and sniffing good. horse butts. Yep. Pretty great. So realistic. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of thing they would put in the game. It's like I mean, you they, need to manage your horse's scent. They absolutely, they, this is real. They they engineered uh, horse balls in that game that like shrink up when you're in cold weather. The horse yeah. balls will shrink no. when it's cold. No. If, for honest truth. That's yeah, that insane. happens in that game. And the horses like will take realistic shits every once in a while. Like you'll just be riding and it'll start shitting. And then other characters will comment on your horse shitting in the camp. It's nuts. They put too much detail in that game. I love it. I gotta buy it now. You're gonna <laughs> you'll buy it for the horse shrinkage. I'm trying to avoid it now. I know about the yeah. horse balls and shit. All right. They're just I gonna. That's they're gonna put oh, that yeah. on the box. Realistic horse balls and shitting. Between Brandon. that and like, it's the second game in a row because I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey before that, yeah. and every once in a while you'll find like stray dogs peeing in the street. Like really long animations of them lifting their legs in the street. So that's the new wave of video. We've games. reached. We've reached. Can you Pet imagine realism. that that yeah. would ever be like your job? Like, like you grow up and you like go to art school and you're really excited. You're working for a studio and you have to tell your fucking parents at Thanksgiving that you designed 
horse balls. <laughs> there's probably and a, and there's probably everywhere. just one guy like Frank Welker does all he the animal voices, <laughs> and so they just job. farm him out to all these different games to design animal um, genitalia and bathroom functions that, in those games. You gotta get yeah. Alan. You need you want you want horse balls. That you guy gotta just get Alan in on this skips game. to work every day. Yeah. He is just so happy. <laughs> la la la, going to animate balls. La la la, oh my love, my life. Oh, here comes Alan again. Gross. Oh, man. Uh, God, I lost track of what no, I was I, saying. I, anyway, we were talking about Yoshi's story. Uh, yeah, we can sniff nothing, things. Yeah, you can, can sniff Oh, yeah. Well, Ta- tell us about sniffing, Lindsay. Yeah, tell us well, about sniffing, Well, I mean, first of all, I was going to say, luckily, we don't see Yoshi's genitalia at all. Nope. As far as we... The, the official record think, yep. from Nintendo, they've commented okay. on this, mm-hmm. is that Yoshi is asexual. asexual. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even though they... They actually said that yep. right out loud. They yep, had to say, they had to say it because people wow. were confused about why Yoshi appeared to be a male but could lay eggs. Oh. Uh, but like these don't seem he doesn't to... appear to be a male. He's just a he's just an alien. That's I mean that's I think just they, like, well, we keep that's saying your, him just he... gendered. Yeah, this is yeah. the patriarchy for you, right? That's we all true. just assume yeah, something is male. That's what that is. Well, and then they had something going on with Birdo, like Birdo from Super Mario. That's 2, right. Like was kind of it's kind of like gender nonconforming. Like they, it, it's. It's gone back and forth. Wasn't there and an implied romance between yeah. Birdo and Yoshi? Right. Okay. Uh, so, like, I don't know. It's all unclear. Romance is just like, or just like a, a personal, like, mutual understanding of, like... Or just, yeah. like, strange deviant art pages. Exactly. But the point here is <laughs> oh gender is fluid and uh, everything's complex and uh, just don't worry about other people's genitals. Man. And we still or don't... Or other dinosaurs. Or other dinosaurs. Wait, dinosaurs they're not dinosaurs. What happens if Yoshi... Sorry. What happens if Yoshi wears that crown? Uh, then he's... Then we say, so yeah, like Bowser becomes Oh, a mouse set, yeah. Right? I totally missed this meme. Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've seen it, but it's, I don't understand the reference. Wait, there's a meme where Yoshi wears a crown? There's a meme of someone wore a crown and turns into, like, sexy Bowser. Yeah. And so, Bowsette. But was that it? Yeah, yeah, Was yeah. that it? Kyle, fill us in on yes. this. Well, I think, isn't that like they're talking about the crown is like a thing that can happen in the other, is in, in the video game. It was like Smash Brothers. It's, a, it's the new Smash Brothers. Oh, it's oh. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Okay, right. But people are like putting the crown on on Bowser and putting the crown on like uh, King Boo. I got it. Like so it, it, it's just, it turns them into the sexy version of whatever character of there is. Pages. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Oh, that sounds okay. Great. So if Yoshi wears the crown, Yoshi's just then wearing a crown, right? Yeah. I think that's what happens. I think Yoshi there's gets a, there's not a one tip. Yoshi probably looks at the crown, throws it on the ground, and tries to eat it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Alan comes in. He's like, I can animate a half a ball. <laughs> and then he poops out an egg with a crown on it. Oh, I love my day. I'm hired by Nintendo. Gonna animate one tit, one ball. Anyway. We should send this episode directly to Nintendo <laughs> to see what they think about this. Oh, look, they wrote back. What does cease and desist mean? <laughs> huh. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, I have a pen pal. Um, all right, sorry, we got right. sidetracked again. Tell us about sniffing, Lindsay. Sniffing! <laughs> um, not like, it's not, it's not right. like, I mean, he's sniffing the ground. Hmm. Um, so we don't. Very bloodhound like. Yeah, like a, like a dog, and he kind of makes these sniffing noises, and he walks forward while you're sniffing, and he kind of makes, like, you're better at noises than I am. Well, 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 no, that's when he find that's uh, when he finds yeah. what he wants. But when he's, he's like, walking while he's sniffing, he kind of goes like, wah, 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 oh yeah, wah, yeah, yeah, and oh, and then yeah, you find yeah. something, <laughs> and he he gets really excited and he waves his arms around, and there's a little exclamation point, and he makes the well, well. that noise. <laughs> yeah, cool. We're on the same page, and then you can 
pound the ground and you can get secrets. Yeah. But it's always just fruit, right? It's secret fruit? Not necessarily. Sometimes it's uh, coins or Sometimes it's like the or... little running coins where they try yeah. to get away from you. And if you get all of them, you get a fruit. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Everything leads to fruit. All paths lead to fruit. Yep. That's right. And, uh, yeah, so you could sniff the ground. I mean, that's just something I didn't really know. And then uh, you can also find... A uh, a little dog named Poochie that can help you like sniff out secrets. He's, he's a rockin' dog. He's a rockin' dog. And, and he, yeah. he waits. He's for totally you? in my face. Yeah. <laughs> he actually got to uh, share a title with Yoshi in the 3DS game Yoshi and Poochie's Woolly World. So he's a Aww. big deal. Major character. Look for the major motion picture coming tomorrow. Yeah. Every every Yoshi game he's not in. The characters are just asking where's Poochie the whole no, time. No, Yoshi's still cuter. <laughs> uh, so I mean. The Yoshi game series, like, went on after this. There have been five more dedicated Yoshi games. Uh, one of them slated to come out next year. It's, it could be called uh, it, Yoshi, Yoshi's Craft World or something like that, or Crafting True, World. I believe it. It's like a 2.5D thing where you can go, like, behind the... Yeah, it, it looks cute. It looks kind of like Little Big Planet. Uh, and Yoshi's Woolly World is the last one I played. I played it on the Wii U, and it's it's super cute. I've got the two little Yoshi Amiibos right over there. They're actually made of yarn. And uh, it's it's a real I'm charming. I'm going to steal them. Uh, you are not. <laughs> yes, uh, I am. You can have one. I have a key. You can have one. I'll <laughs> give you. One. I have two. Uh, so yeah, and he, and uh, he, Yoshi's also appear. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's been in every single like you are correct. spinoff, like every sports spinoff, every Mario Kart, every Smash Brothers. He's been in all of them, right? Yes. And yeah. he's the best in all of them. Incorrect. Yeah, he usually he usually is. No, Mar- he's like Mario Mario Golf. Oh is great. yeah, he is terrible in Smash so Brothers. Yoshi, Never mind. Yoshi and Mario Golf is great. He's got one of the straightest shots. And Mario Kart, at least on sixty four, he's he's the the best of the middleweights. Yeah. I'm I may be partial. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to play heavyweights when I play Mario Kart. I don't know. Whoa. I just I, I That's like That's weird. You like hitting people, things. don't you? I, I like having some representation in video games. Yeah. Like just a, a large man. Really? I'm really? a large man who drives a small car, like so I, I feel like I'm underrepresented. Also I have a very large head. Oh my god, are you <laughs> I don't know, that's a pretty big My penis. guess is that you yes. <laughs> are smaller than Kyle and drive a larger car than him, so <laughs> Uh, the one last little tidbit I was able to find that I thought was mildly interesting but only because I'm the biggest fucking dork in the world is that uh, Argonaut Games pitched uh, Yoshi 3D as a launch title for the N64 and Nintendo passed on that and then they redeveloped it with a different character and that's how we have the immortal platforming classic Croc Legend of the Gobbos so what's a gobbo exactly no one knows. What's Gobbo? Gobbo <laughs> is coming. Gobbo, Gobbo, Gobbo. I got to like them. You got to love them. Yeah. Is Croc for N64 or was no, it PlayStation? No, Croc was uh, PlayStation. And I think there was like a couple of those games, but who who could care? Not us. We, we, we're saving all our energies for Gex. We are. Oh, man. I Gex is where our Gex. heart is. Uh, did anyone else have any last things we want to say about Yoshi's story? Or do we want to move on to our rankings here? Mm. I don't the, I don't yeah. Oh, there are rankings. I mean, I, I, I'm okay. intrigued. You I, have I, I one. Don't know. I really like. I you love, have one. I love this game, even though we've <laughs> talked about like how, like, eh, it's really not that good. Like, it's funny because again, like this is what we talk about it defying criticism. Like, it still doesn't change the fact that every time I I see it, like there's something indelible about it that I that I just it fills love. you with fills it's you with whimsy. Yeah. Sure, right, right. That just that that must be ultimately like what I'm feeling when I see it. It asks so It does. Of you, it does you know ask I mean? little of you. And like like it's one of those things that like when you like that's that's sort of like the hope of video games, right? Is you just play them to sort of like transport yourself 
away from where you are right now. And for some reason, that that game always worked for me. I loved the way it looked. I loved the way it sounded. I I thought the sound design on the game was actually really, really. Fun. I mean, to to pull back like, the curtain a little bit, we are recording this right now on election night, and uh, I appreciated the nice diversion <laughs> uh, that this podcast and this game have given me from having to think about absolutely. things. So I didn't want to. Me- I didn't know if we were going to mention that today, but yes, I ag- I agree. And this is a game that like. Like the idea, it's like the perfect execution of the idea of like I yeah. yeah. right? Like there's nothing, nothing about this game that ever looks. Just put bad. all the cuteness in front of your face. You, you just said I I bleach, yeah. and when I first heard it, I'm like, oh yeah, I bleach. That sounds nice. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait a second, yeah. you don't want to bleach bleach yeah, in your I eyes? If, if I were pushed, I would probably rather play this game than have my eyes bleed. Yeah. But I mean, it, we'll we'll test that sometime. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we will, Steve. Well, um, let's, let's yeah. move on to our rankings then. Uh, each week we uh, add the game to the ongoing list of games that we've played. Uh, we're up to ninety-one right now. Uh, in we're our almost a third episodes. of the way through the through the catalog, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you want? You start. Sure. Um, I'm going to put this game at number thirty-one on my list, which okay. is right below, I think, Fighters Destiny Two. Um, which is not certainly great placement. It's probably pretty low for a first-party Nintendo game. I think that this game is um, pleasant and playable, um, but and probably a lot of the reason I don't like it is my own fault of just kind of wanting to rush through all of the levels. Mm. But I don't find trying to find all of the same color fruit to be very much fun. Um, and I just don't think that it has the quality game design of uh, Yoshi's Island, which I think is a great game. Um, and this game doesn't quite live up to that standard. I would be happy to play it, but there's many other games I would rather play. That's fair. Lindsay? I think um, I think it's pretty obvious this is going to be my number one out of, what is it, six now? <laughs> yeah, you well, have, she's only played six. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, you okay. played six games. Six and, with you guys. Yeah, that's and true. So yeah. far, you've only played one good one with yeah. us, and that's <laughs> The other ones are Rugrats two. games. Well, yeah, so. like, like I said, I, I've always liked that it was replayable especially for a kid who didn't have a lot of friends and spent a lot of time at home was an only child mm-hmm. and i like trying to beat my personal best okay i'm competitive not just against you guys mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but against myself but and also very much against us <laughs> always always never doubt that and i liked the fact that it ran a lot smoother than some of the other games we played like yeah. i will never forget trying to walk in Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like, I just wanted to throw the controller, and only my ex-boyfriends do that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're expensive. I don't want to ruin them. Yeah, and I appreciate that, because they're my controllers. <laughs> yeah. They are. They only get more expensive. They do. It's hard it's to crazy. find ones with working sticks. It's true. It's hard to You're find a lot of things You're still talking about boyfriends, right? Oh! Yeah. oh. You didn't yeah. you didn't, I was trying to say something, oh, and you didn't let me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. you stole her thunder. Yeah. I'm just okay. not as loud as you. I'm sorry. It's hard to be as loud as us. Kyle's doing a good job. Kyle's I know. very loud. It's great. <laughs> I'm trying my Apparently, best. I'm a lot louder when I'm not having a microphone in my face. So. No. I know. That's odd. I feel like when we hang out, otherwise you're loud, especially in the groove. Yeah, yeah. That's what Kim says, too. Yeah. yeah. And once we get you on mic, you quiet down. That's because I'm afraid that I'm going to ruin it. No, no. We've, we, Steve and I got that covered. We, we, start, <laughs> we ruined it the moment we hit record our first episode. Yep. Where's it going on your list, Steve? My list, I am uh, putting it at number 24. 
four on my list, which puts it just above Donkey Kong 64. I think I, would, I think I would rather replay this one than Donkey Kong 64 because it's also less of an investment. Oh, it sure is. Uh, you could just kind I of. I mean, uh, reading reading Tolstoy is less of an investment than Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong 64. 64. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is a perfectly charming, functional, cute little game. Uh, it has just some mechanics that I just don't really like. Like I just the floaty jumps have just never appealed to me. And you don't uh, like the constipation noises. The constipation oh. noises. Ooh. You know, it, it, there's a lot to like, and it's it's far from a bad game, but uh, it, it's it's also not like top tier for me. But it's it's very charming. Yep. And Kyle, you have one and only game on this list, so uh, congratulations. This is your favorite game ever, <laughs> and your. Forever. This is my favorite game, certainly, yes. that I've reviewed for this show. Well, that's... I will say that. I will absolutely oh, there's no sign off do on you have, um, is there any? Do you have any random, uh, just yeah. like, out of left field N64 picks? Anything else that you remember as being like, any other fond memories for something? Or... It, it's funny because I really feel that like Nintendo, this is really where they reared their head and showed that they don't really like having third-party development anymore. Like, you look at the third-party games that came out for the 64, and I think a lot of them really are suspect. So the things that really work for Nintendo 64 are the things they made in-house. So, like, I mean, you look at the you look at the uh, Zelda games, and yeah. those are really enduring to the point where people are like, "This is one of the best games that's ever been made." Uh, Star Fox 64 worked really well. Uh, Super Mario 64 is still like when that came out. I remember that, yeah. that shattering people's minds. So it's like most games that came out for the 64, I think, are kind of like ah, like never. Part of that also has to do with the fact that it yeah. just wasn't my machine. I didn't grow up with that as my console, but I mean. And I and like obviously knowing the faults of Yoshi's story and knowing that like it is a little like there's there isn't a bunch of replayability even though it has the you know it is there like yeah you could do an all melon run and you could do that but like is that increased your fun level it increases your super happy level of the games that I really like sure but um no it's a again Yoshi's story is a fine game. That my personal nostalgia for <laughs> rockets uh, rockets it into a higher degree, a higher yeah. grade than it would actually Definitely. get if I had to look at it on its face value. So, but <laughs> so to answer your question, it is the number Woo, one perfect time reviewed for this show. Well, that is the show. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Lindsay. Thank you for being here once again, and uh, always happy to have you on. And we'll have you on again shortly. Wow. Spoiler alert! We'll have you on again soon. <gasps> And, uh, you like me? No. Aww. We didn't say that. We just said we'd have you on again. I like you, but I don't yeah. know if I can. We, we like you, and we get to make Aww. these choices. Yeah. And you so. also get to threaten to kill me off the show. We did not threaten. It was a proposed idea I'm gonna go back in order. And I'm going to re- replay that, it. That idea is going to be set back it. to the I'm going to find it, and I'm going to make you listen. It was voted against. I always imagined you would come back after a few episodes just with an eye patch. Oh, yeah. And then you'd be looking for revenge. So, really, we're just opening up to a new, exciting arc for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, oh, I like that. A goatee, yeah. Wait, I'm not evil now. Oh well, maybe that'll be good. That, that's the t- yeah. that's the ah. twist. Uh, Kyle, oh, thank you so much it. for being here. Uh, well, where can people find you? I really you? appreciate it. Oh well, you can find me. I actually host a video game show called Infinite Grenade Launcher. Uh, we probably, we try to post awesome. new episodes every Tuesday at HollywoodRedux.com. Uh, we have been on hiatus because our studio is sort of going through a revamp. And you can so is that is that a vi- is that a video show? Uh, I also is that okay. Cool. 
It is a video show. I mean, you are you are working in with a whole additional uh, sense above us. Yes. We we were thinking about doing a vlog and they told well, us we're Well, I mean, you know, hey, it. I I got I got suckered in. I got suckered in uh, to just be a host. My my wonderful production team are all lovely lovely people and they were just like you to dance monkey and I said, "Hey, here I am." I I mean, uh, it's a really it's a really fun show. I work with really really lovely people, people who are much smarter and more talented and capable than me put it together every week and it's a blast uh, I do that I play rock and roll uh, you can catch my band uh, we're called Foe F-O-E you can find us at Foe the Band cool, cool. LA on Instagram we try to post a lot of stuff there you can find links to all of our music through that and that's about it that's and awesome that's what I do you know and you can of course I, I would be remiss if I did not say my friend Kevin Kim, who helped me record today, he was very polite to let me use his space. You can find his band, Westside Wiseman, online. They are very, very good. They will play any and all. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you, Kyle, and thank you, Kevin, in the background there. Uh, we were glad to have both of you. Uh, you can find us online at ultra64podcast.com. We're also at that same handle on Twitter and on Gmail, so you can uh, – Email us or tweet at us or anything. We'll read your stuff online. We we I think we've proven that uh, we have very little standards for what we will read. Uh, so please write in anything. Uh, next week's episode, we are playing All Star Baseball '99 through 2001. And before everybody kind of groans and goes to sleep, we're going to do something a little weird and a little different with it next week. So uh, uh, tune in and hear what we attempt to do. Uh, so. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for being in the room. And uh, keep eating fruit and being super happy. Thank you.